This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network, the least topical podcast on the internet. Today's topic was, what might change? We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Okay, welcome back. It is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafiori. And I am Adam Lustig. And it is episode 227. We are still in quarantine. Adam, how are you holding up? I'm doing okay, man. Doing okay. Eking into month, what is it now? Month five, for mm. the love of God? Mm. Um, <laughs> but um, we're doing okay, man. Doing okay. Ever healthy, healthy. First and foremost, help doing healthy and fine, um, clinging on to my sanity with every last breath, and uh, plugging along. I'm doing okay, man. How are you? I'm okay. Have you had any days where, like, you had the sniffles or a head cold or anything, and you're like, well, that's corona? Yes, of course. Almost, I would say uh, twice a day. Really? I would say twice a day. I think, well, here's the Rona. Here she is. No, that can't be she, she true. She came for me. But every time I do have like a little tickle in my throat or even just like one, not even a full headache, just like one pulse of a headache, mm. like even one single pulse. I'm like, mm. oh, that could be her. That could be Rona. <laughs> yeah. There's the knock on the door I've been waiting for. There's the knock. Yeah, Marina, um, Marina asked me. We had a friend who was like had like a temperature or like just yeah. a little under the weather and yeah. they were like well this is probably it this and i was like her. is that how it works <laughs> and so marina her. asked me she's like well yeah you must have had a couple times where you've been like well this is probably it and i can't say that i have <laughs> yeah it is funny how it's like turned all of us into like mild hypochondriacs just oh, yeah. mild just or, like <laughs> or if you already were a, a mild hypochondriac and you didn't know that about yourself this is a very easy way to start <laughs> now you know yeah exactly right. yes do, i don't know if we've talked about this but do is this have we is this the end of handshakes in our culture have we talked about this on the podcast i'm not sure but do do we do we assume do you assume that like have you shook your last hand i guess is what i'm asking <sighs> i have not shook my last hand Okay. I feel confident okay. in saying I've not shook my last hand. I may okay. have shook my last hand of 2020. Got it. Got it. Yeah. I may have shook my last hand of 2020, but I'm still leaving out hope that, you know, come 2034, 2041, I can shake another <laughs> hand at some point. <laughs> the, old, the great handshake of 2034. That is a good question, though. If we, What would be on some of the things on our running list of items that might not make it out of the Rona? You, you posited yeah. handshakes. I will posit um, offices. I think that a lot of yeah, corporate yeah. offices are I mean, two things that just oh, yeah. might not come back from the Rona. No, <laughs> not no in way. how we not in how we uh, once used them previous. Is there another thing yeah. Adam, that you could put on that list that you think just won't be the same post Rona? <sighs> Let me think. Let me think. Um, I would say, um, well, I mean, obviously, like any stores that don't like that don't have like plexiglass, like sneeze guards, like sneeze guards will be forever here now. Got I it. like went into a. Um, uh, we were in a minor, minor car collision this past weekend. Minor. Everyone's fine. No one's hurt. It's all good. Okay. Uh, but I had to go to like the uh, like a collision place to take our car in yesterday. And uh, it was everyone masked, obviously, uh, but just, yeah, like full plexiglass, like huge, like six foot tall plexiglass guards at the front desk. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is like there'll be no more like guardless commerce anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Yep, I've been to a but cafe where they have really cool glass that hangs between. If there's a cash register, there's now glass. Yes. Uh, okay, let me tell you. This is a specific one, Bill. This is okay. a specific one, but I'm taking a swing here. Mm. Ben & Jerry's, the ice cream conglomerate, one might mm. say, uh, has one of uh, one of their signature bordering on novelty dishes. Dishes. Petri dishes, dishes frankly. Is something called the, Ver- the Vermonster, which mm-hmm. you and I know well because the Harvard Sailing Team has shared one of these. It is essentially a giant bucket of like 32 different flavors of ice cream, six brownies, whipped cream, cherries, nuts. It's like deliberately meant to share. But I do think that like buckets of food meant to share, Mm. gone. That's gone now. (laughs) Which is great for me because I was never a big proponent of family style meals. Billy, this is what I was just going to (laughs) say. Huge for me. Huge for me. I've never been able to fully understand or be relaxed during a family style meal because what you're watching is a bunch of people make silent decisions not asking how much is how much sausage is each person going to take 
Because I know how much sausage Billy wants to take, but there's so much you have to restrain and hold back and watch happen. And when when I when I hunt, I want to eat it all. (laughs) You have to watch. There's so much you have to watch happen. It's like, well, I've reached towards the pasta a minute ago, so I probably shouldn't reach towards the pasta again for a few more minutes. That would be right in this experience. And it's like. I need that pasta now. (laughs) Billy, I have great news for you. Mm. The Rona, I think, is going to wipe out the family style industry. I think that's gone now. No more, no more group (laughs) reaching, no more group touching of food. I think that's done. I think salad bars are done. Mm, Buffets in general. I think a buffet, I think a buffet is a risky business now. I think a buffet might be done. Because you can't put that plexiglass in front of the buffet because you, you need to reach through yeah, that plexiglass. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm. Unless, it's a, unless it's a buffet that you are served, which sort of takes the fun out of the buffet, which is just like a, That's I right. want to grab the orange chicken with my own hands and dump it pile high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that might be done. Do you think that the collective table where different groups, uh-huh. different parties are sharing one uh-huh. long table in these long and narrow restaurants, do you think that survives? I, I, I don't know. I, I, it's a good question. I think I, – I, I don't know. I don't know. I think it, I think that also might go the way of the dodo. I think that might be done now. I think dining, like restaurant dining, I wonder what that's going to look like. People are going to have to be awfully spread apart. There might be like a limit on – like a limit on party sizes at restaurants now, maybe? <laughs> yeah, there already is. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I mean, in California, at least, there's, I think, maybe it's like four max or something, but it has to all be al fresco. Have you al frescoed, Adam? Which means- I have an al frescoed. have an al frescoed. We have, we have not, I have not eaten at a, I just want to make sure I'm telling the truth. I am. Mm-hmm. I have not eaten at a restaurant in this entire experience. <laughs> have you ordered from a restaurant? Yes, I have. Yes, okay. we've got delivery food, yes. But you haven't had the compulsion to say, I want to sit down, I want to recreate the restaurant experience where a server no. serves me, I just pay no. a bill and walk away. No, I haven't had that yen. I see the images of like waiters and waitresses in like full hazmat suits and I'm like, that I just would be, doesn't seem relaxed. I wouldn't mm. feel carefree. <laughs> <laughs> I would not be, it's true. Anytime I am outdoors, I am not feeling um, carefree. Yeah, yeah. Once, but I am um, like laser focused on the things that are around me and the things that could potentially sneeze on me yeah. or graze against me. Exactly. Well, let me yeah. say another thing that might not survive, although I know that chlorine is a big germ killer, but what about water parks slash public pools? Mm. <laughs> what about mm. that? What about like the water park? I mean, again, I know chlorine is a disinfectant up to a degree, but still, like but a bunch still. of bodies in water in space seems... And the dry version of that, I mean, do like um like arena rock concerts and arena concerts continue to happen? I saw a video last night. I was watching DMX and Snoop Dogg. Oh, I saw a little clip of that, dude. It was maybe the best, um, the one, maybe the best verses all time thus okay, far, cool. with the two Great. of them rapping along. But then I was reminded of this uh, clip of DMX walking out to an outdoor concert back in the day, and yeah. the the camera follows him from behind. And when he hits the stage, it looks out, and it looks like everybody on Earth is at this concert. <laughs> like I've never seen so many people fit into a frame before. <laughs> like it truly looked like oh, well over a hundred thousand people. <laughs> wow. And they were crammed like sardines, like yeah. like crammed sardines. Like some yep. sardines get space. Some yep. sardines, I'm sure, can like stretch their fins out a little. These would be crammed sardines. Yes. <laughs> sardines um, in coach class. Yeah. There is just so many of those things that we took for granted where we're like, this is so gross. But I then know. you like did it anyway. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, we were talking before we started recording about how baseball is coming back today mm-hmm. and how they're obviously not having fans in the – Stadium and are replacing them with card with some uh, some number of cardboard cutout fans. Yes, and I do have to wonder for whose benefit is that for the players? Is that just for fun? Is that for the t- for the literal TV camera angle? So like it doesn't look like behind the umpire and the catcher, it's totally empty. Is that for the players to feel like they're being cheered on by? cardboard who is that for so the players aren't being cheered on by cardboard yeah. i don't think the cardboard is going to make a noise or react according to if the ball went yeah. in the gap or anything yeah. like that i don't think yeah. the cardboard i think it's mostly for the cameras and mostly it's for the owners <laughs> the cameras because it's like oh if i'm not paying attention i can tell myself the people are there and for the owners because yeah. they probably get about 30 dollars per cardboard cutout of person sitting in the seat there is no gate coming to you know gate is the ticket sales um, yeah. coming to these owners and that is like as much as tv revenue uh in importance so yeah 
So they have to fill it with one-dimensional, <laughs> one-dimensional cardboard cutouts, much like Kevin McAllister used to it, literally, yes, literally from Home Alone. He yes, used a Michael throw, Jordan cutout. That's right. He used the Michael Jordan cutout to throw the Sticky Bandits off his trail, and yeah. now City Field and the Wiltons are filling City Field with. Any number of one-dimensional cardboard cutouts from Long Island. And frankly, I'm into it. I'm into it as well. I, I listened to the Buckets podcast that you did with Amir uh, with that uh, that great episode with the LA Times journalist who's in the bubble. And I, I don't know if it was your idea or if – I think you said it, but I'm not sure if it was your idea or Amir's or whoever. But you said that you, you proposed that each NBA game, like each player gets one fan dedicated yeah. to them each and them team. alone. And I actually no, thought that was team. a really good idea. Each team gets one fan per game. That and was a good idea. And can just – cheer against each other that's pretty good i actually really like that idea yeah yell as hard as you can one side of the stadium to the other let's go mets let's (laughs) go mets and some distant voice in the distance is just nationals (laughs) exactly Exactly. Uh, i'll tell you another thing that might um that that might happen now that we're talking about big like arena stadium concerts and maybe this is a world because like live performance will adapt you know what i mean like i i I have not been to a restaurant but i did go to i'm not sure if i told you this i went to a drive-in stand-up comedy show at the rose bowl which was like god yes drive-in movie but stand-up comedy whatever you get it it's a comedy show but it was and it was being taped for a special so there were like drones like Uh three or four drones flying everywhere getting all the footage whatever okay Uh and i've noticed that like there's starting to become like within the game animal crossing there's people like hosting concerts and comedy shows within the world Mm -hmm. of animal crossing so like live performance will adapt for sure but i do think in terms of like big arena rock shows like those are yeah, who knows if those are going to survive. But maybe this will usher in an era of something else that, Billy, you are mildly fixated about, which is hologram avatars. Oh, my like, God. Oh, I think, my God. I think that there's a world – because, like, you know, there are already – and maybe we've talked about this. Like, holograms give concerts. I'm like, there's, like, hologram pop stars in, like, Japan that, like, give Correct. concerts and like, sell out stadiums. But beyond just the pop stars, maybe this will accelerate the sort of industry of like everyone gets their own hologram avatar. And if you want to go see a concert, then like you, Billy, you send your avatar there and you sit at home in Silver Lake and wear your VR goggles and experience it via your avatar. Yeah, I get the I get the sell on making the performers of the rock stars holograms and a yeah. bunch of people go and want to watch that. But I find it harder to believe that it would that from the performer standpoint that they'd be looking out onto the stage <laughs> of the sea of just fake people and they're still rocking <laughs> the rocking. same way. And those fake people are actually somewhere else, not really rocking, just kind of watching with their headset on. It feels like a major disconnect. I do think virtual yeah. performance is going to be something that becomes more normalized for us. And yeah. before you know it, we have all gone to a virtual stand-up comedy show in I some way. I think you're right. I think you're right. But yeah, yeah, holograms and how they're going to be used in the future, TBD. Big TBD. We haven't said with this episode will be about what do you oh, say right. we say tbd and we Ooh. say it in the second act break and we go straight into a first act break right now what a tease love that bill what a tease um adam we are talking virtual we are talking yeah. drones drone yes. drone drone drony drony mitchell um mm, drony mitch <laughs> virtual insanity virtual oh virtual my god jamiroquai Jamiro but 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 um was there anything that jumped out from the dmx snoop dog uh thing that you that you'd want to play or no i mean i'll leave oh, that to you man there was a couple was there one song that made me just lose my mind because they weren't in the same room obviously but like they were <laughs> in the same room so oh. versus has combined with apple tv now okay. and it's a little the production's a little higher they had two microphones and they performed along with their 20 hits and it was a monster interesting so interesting. so so fun so they were irl together dmx and snoop in the yes. same wow yes. okay, and they cool. really appreciated one another and they were real big fans of one another so it, it hit it hit really hard. that's great dmx is from i want to say yonkers uh, he is Y-O, Y-O. Y-O, Y-O, hell yeah. Do you have but a favorite DMX a song? song? Do you just... have a favorite DMX song? Do you remember Slippin'? I'm slipping. I'm sliding. I can't, I can't get, get up. up. I'm slipping. I'm sliding. I got to get up. Got <laughs> That's to... right. <laughs> yeah. He got, he got to get up. <laughs> yeah. Should we play Slippin'? Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, let's slip with DMX. We'll be right back with more No Joke. Hey, I'm slipping. I'm falling. I can't get up. Hey, I'm slipping. I'm falling. I can't get up. Hey, I'm slipping. I'm falling. I got to. 
can't get up. Hey yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling. I can't get up. Hey yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling. I got to get up, get back on my feet so I can tear. I've been through mad different faces, like maces, to find my way. And now I know that happy days are not far away. If I'm strong enough, I'll live long enough to see my kids. Doing something more constructive with the time than bids. I know because I've been there, now I'm in there. Sit back and look at what it took for me to get there. First came the ball, the drama with my mama. She got on some flash, so I split and said that I'ma be that seed that doesn't need much to succeed. Strapped with mad greed, a heart that doesn't bleed. I'm ready for the world, or at least I thought I was. When I caught a bus, I'm thinking about how short I was. Going too fast, it wouldn't last, but yo, I couldn't tell. Group homes and institutions prepared my ass for jail. They put me in a situation, forcing me to be a man. When I was just learning to stand without a helping hand. Damn, wasn't my fault, something I did. To make a father leave his first kid at seven, doing my first bid. Back on the scene at 14, with a scheme to get more green than I'd ever seen in the dream. And by all means, I will be living high off the hog. I never gave a fuck about much but my dog. Joe podcast that was DMX and his song Slippin. That's that's a classic. That's, that's a classic. Right. Yeah. Adam, we're gonna quiz you on your DMX knowledge. Real oh quick. boy, it's okay. thin. Okay, here we go. I'm ready. What was the rap label and rap crew that DMX formed? Uh, Rough Riders. The Rough well, Riders. Well done. Okay. Second question. Okay, I'm ready. Who was the first lady of the Rough Riders? <sighs> okay, was it Eve? My man. Was it? My man, Dude. it was. Yes! It was. Oh my God, I know more than I thought. Amazing. Okay, Here's cool. your third question. What Hell rap yeah. crew oh, left what? Bad Boy Records to join Rough Riders? Holy crap. What rap crew left Bad Boy, Puff Daddy's outfit, yes. and defected to Rough Riders, DMX's crew? Because they didn't want to be jiggy. Because they didn't want to be jiggy? Mm-hmm. They thought that Bad Boy Records was jiggy and flashy, and they wanted to be hard like the streets. So Harder. they joined is it the, the Rough Riders. It is it the is, Locks? It is the Locks, Adam. I can't even. I cannot believe myself. I honestly <laughs> don't believe myself. You know so much about DMX and the Rough Riders. I had no idea. Um, last question, Adam. Oh, yeah. Can you oh, name yeah. one member 
of the locks. Ooh, no, Dave Locks. I really oh, wish God. I could. I don't. No, I don't. I, I, can't. I wish I could. I don't. I know a few of. I know like one or two of their songs, not by heart, but I know that I'm familiar with them. But I, I cannot. I'm not that familiar. This is where my knowledge ends. Could you name a member of the Locks? I'm sure you I could. Can. Yes, I certainly can. Um, have you ever heard of Jada Kiss? Of course. He is a member of the Locks. Okay, great. Of course, I've heard of Jadakus. Okay, great. Uh, but this isn't a Locks pod, even though many people would probably want us to co- reconsider what this podcast is about. At one point, it was about voicemails coming in from the outsiders and people from right. the Nojo Hall of Fame checking in and building yep. a robust Nojo Hall of Fame. I'm yes. not sure it is still that, Adam. We have zero voicemails zero emails and everyone is asleep at the no joke hall of fame that's okay you know what everyone needs a break every once in a while mm. everyone at the no joke hall of fame has been working so hard with construction schematics mm. uh, security uh, detail with figuring out exactly uh, like what the where the band is going to set up how often do we want frank to sort of pitch in and croon so there's a lot of planning that's been going on behind the scenes and everyone does just need a bit of a sejour so we want to everyone enjoy your break it's summer break mm-hmm. of the no joke hall of fame but uh there is miles to go before we sleep. Work is not done until we're all in Reno hanging out. Adam, what we're going to be talking about today is things that we can, how would we want to phrase it? Uh, things that will change? Things that yeah. might change? Things that, yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, th- like what will, survi- what will survive? What will survive COVID? What will survive the pandemic? We'll, we'll, we'll figure out a, we'll figure out a snappy title. We'll, yeah. we'll figure out a snappy title, but we're going to try and ride the wave of the first act in which we talked about things that might not survive. And I'd also like to talk about things that might thrive. I tried to say the word thrive about eight times last episode when we talked about my toe and hygiene. <laughs> and I'm curious, Adam, what things you think might thrive in this new world um, in Corona and post-Corona. And with that, I will ask you a question to kick it off. Great. Do you have a Zoom Pro account? Oh, shit. I do not have a Zoom Pro account. Do you I think don't. that in the next six months, you and Maggie will splurge to get a Zoom Pro account so that you can host Zooms that last over 40 minutes? Is that the exclusive benefit of Pro? There's no time limit? Is there any other bell or whistle? Or is it just the, is it just the duration of the Zoom? I got to assume that there's going to be at least one more bell and maybe one more whistle. I'm not saying yes, bells yes. and whistles. I'm not adding an S right, to And that. or. But I imagine yes. that there's got to be some sort of like HD recording option or, you know, record yes. your Zoom option. I don't know because um, yes. I also do not have a Zoom Pro account. But do you think yes. that you realistically will maybe buy in the next few months? It's a really good question. I, I, I wonder. I've been doing a lot of FaceTiming. This, my, the Zoom frequency has fallen off a little bit. It feels a little bit like the novelty has worn off of like – that that is like the that is the one way to communicate. Um, I mean, it's I, I guess it's the still the most ideal for like a group hang. I guess at this point in the in our Corona experience, I think Zoom is still maybe the best for a group hang. But I don't know if I'm going to splurge for a Zoom Pro. Um, it, it does kind of feel like Zoom might be the first of its kind, and maybe it'll spawn. Like I'm almost shocked that like Apple or Google even hasn't come up with. Like, I don't know, hasn't like sort of swept Zoom out of the digital group hang marketplace already? I don't know if I'm going to get a Zoom Pro. Do you see yourself getting a Zoom Pro? I was like an hour away from getting a Zoom Pro Oh, before a friend. So I teach these workouts Monday, Wednesday, Friday right, at 8 a.m. Exactly. Yeah. And they go longer than 40 minutes. Yes. And it used to be a fun game where I would host the Zoom and... I'd watch the clock count down and be like, we got to get in these last few exercises yeah. before we all just disappear. <laughs> yes, vanish. Uh, yes, exactly. Um, but then it got to the point where it was like, we needed 15 extra minutes. And yeah. so I posited that I will be the one. I'll be the one to get the Zoom Pro. Do I want the Zoom Pro? Not really. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, Do I want to spend $15 a month on like a little more time virtually? Not really. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a little more virtual time. Yeah. But luckily, I had someone in my friend circle who gets a kick out of things like that, who likes technology and was like, I love pro accounts. I barely right. care what the what the service is. As <laughs> long as I can buy the pro account, it's really fun and exciting <laughs> for me. As long as it says pro at the end. That's right. That's right. Yeah. There are some people like, I'm the type of person that could survive in a trial phase forever. Same. I could download like um li- like a uh, lateral trial programs of the same service over and over again and live with same. that. Some people, yeah. I'd say Marty Michael, for example, Marty. probably loves those pro accounts. He needs the pro. He needs the pro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. totally. Um, and it's not like a Netflix kind of situation where like we could all use Marty's pro password. We uh, we each need our own Zoom Pro login, etc. 
Like well, I can't we just can. have... we can all use Marty's oh. password, but it okay. really comes down to whether or not Marty feels comfortable. Because if there's something I know about people who like pro accounts, they like to they, be the pro. <laughs> They're the pro. Yes, they we're still you, amateurs. Yeah. Yes, they want to be received as the pro. And <laughs> <Received>. when you <laughs> you can't just take their professional tag away from them because they spent <laughs> the fourteen ninety nine on Zoom. Okay, they're called golf pros for a reason, and Marty is a Zoom pro pro. So mm-hmm. you need to respect mm-hmm. that. What is your level of uh, video conferencing these days? Who are you conference? Are you doing a lot of video calls or conference calls? Mm, no, I'm FaceTiming my parents, basically. Okay. It's just like I FaceTime my parents every day. Mm-hmm. And that's that's kind of the so – every once in a while, like, I don't know. We've Maggie and I have, like, done some, like, friend catch-up hangs over Zoom, but not a little bit less so in the past couple of weeks. But I feel – I feel uh, – I feel another catching another wave. I've been like missing some like, you know, friends and been wanting to kind of like, you know, reconnect. So maybe I'll do that over Zoom. I just never default to Zoom. I know that it's been five months into the, this, you know, pandemic Zoomscape, but I always, I don't know, call me old fashioned, but I just like, I'm just picking up the phone still like an idiot, like a 19th century idiot. So (laughs) I'm not really, I'm not. I'm not totally like Zoom hasn't become second nature to me yet. Are you? Are you? Do you? What, what, what's your experience? Are you? Do you feel like you're like? Uh, what's your video? What's your video call routine? Four zooms. Four zooms a week. Dang. Who are you zooming yeah. besides your workout crew? Uh, Zoom. Oh yeah, then that's about seven if you include that. Um, yeah. Zooming with um, friends who I play Quiplash with, which is oh, part cool. of the Jackbox game. Uh, the writing staff from Game On tries to uh, stay together fun. or get together once a week fun. and just play fun comedy games together. Great, fun. Um, so there's that. They're cool. just like people I work with in general that yeah. um, just keep defaulting toward Zoom. Yeah, I'm never the person to loft out the Zoom code. Once yes. again, I surround myself with pros exactly. and it. By proxy makes me feel like a pro, but right, I'm not exactly. spending the fourteen ninety nine a month. I should. You're standing. You're standing on the shoulders of pros. This is a good yes. opportunity to once again plug my podcast with the Condor Pros and Con <laughs> Door. <laughs> yes, exactly. Check yes, it out. Con, the Con is the Condor, as we established two episodes ago in the nest that I was sitting in, and the pros are all of the pro accounts. We're going to have guests that come in and tell us what they splurged on to get a pro account. And it's a bir- it's a bird it's a bird based Zoom Zoom podcast. It's a, it's a it's, bird it's, based it's, Zoom cast. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. Uh, Billy, have you ever uh, gone audio only? I know that that defeats the purpose of the Zoom, but it feels like in our in the office politics that might be the one vestige of like a power move that you could do is to not ever activate your video and only be audio audio only, just an avatar. I've definitely rocked the AO for you know fifteen twenty minutes at a time. Uh, a nice headshot of me pops up. I did not put it in, but Stop. somehow the algorithm knew what my headshot <laughs> looks like, and I so I'm perfectly happy with how I'm presented. In the digital wait, form. Wait. Which headshot? I know all of. I, I I'm not ashamed to say. I'm proud to say. I think I know all, essentially your entire catalog of headshots. So Anytime I'm familiar. I've which one? A headshot. I've done it with you. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Just like a small photography boots, but also like for television shows, professional exactly. things. It's just like you're always next to me. I'm always next to you. Is it your sports talker still? I think it is. I don't know how that one has is gotten it? such so popular on the algorithm, but like <laughs> that's everywhere now. Clean white background. You mm-hmm. look like sort of regal. You're not smiling, if I'm not mistaken. You sort of like look professional, like a newscaster. Yeah, because that's how we were directed for the that yeah. television show. It was supposed yes. to be like silly comedy, like t- t- taken seriously. So we yes, had to exactly. take these serious headshots. Yes. So <laughs> when I go audio only on Zoom, that arrives. But if I'm going audio only, that's because I'm usually like doing the dishes or yes. eating or doing yes. something where it's like you do not need to see this. You don't right need now. to see this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Have yeah. you, um, been a part of or have you been the reason that something wrong has happened on a zoom whether or not you forgot that you were on the zoom and you took your pants off i haven't i i I haven't had any zoom faux pas yet i don't think unless the eggs on my face and i just don't know that i have and people Mm -hmm. are are hysterically laughing behind my zoom back as Mm -hmm. we speak Mm -hmm. uh which is pro which is possible which is possible Mm -hmm. Uh, but i don't think i don't think i've sort of had any zoom gaffes quite yet but they're coming if there's a medium to be a klutz uh to be a klutz within i will i will find it i will do but it you, you have not spilled during a zoom you have not um fallen no i've spilled during. no billy okay. you know me i've spilled i have absolutely spilled water coffee beer i think i probably spilled it all oh yeah i spill zoom not zoom i'm spilling 
So that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Is there still recently, Adam, that you might want to share with us or something that's happened? I shared my spilling hot coffee all over my genitals. All over your loins. Months ago. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Do you have any sort of recent spills that you'd like to share before we go into the second act break? Sure, sure, sure. Absolutely. Well, uh, uh, as uh, the listeners know, um, we have a, a baby here at the house um, who lives with us. And uh, he has uh, – there's a lot of bubble mixture, which is essentially mm. just – which is essentially soap. I mean, hand it soap. is just maybe soap, basically. Hand soap. Right. Can't believe hand soap got sort of rebranded as bubble mixture in this way. Incredible. <laughs> Good for soap. Good it's just like soap. unbelievable. It's just soap. Rebrand. <laughs> um, total rebrand. But uh, recently I've spilled some bubble mixture. And that's – spilling soap is almost worse than spilling – I mean, it's just it, – That'll weigh you down. It, it'll – it's weighty. So that – and it seems to never really ever – the spill never really – I don't know. I can't. It doesn't ever seem to be fully clean. Like there's always yeah, a little residue everywhere forever. Yeah, that that's that spill is laughing at you because the more water you put on that spill, the more bubbles continue to arrive. Bingo, it's like you have to, like, bingo. Put, it's like you almost have to put like powder on top of it. It's like stopping a grease fire. Where it's like exactly. it's only going to keep recreating the problem the more water you put on it. So it's exactly. Is it true, by the way, that if you eat like if you uh, like if you eat like something super duper spicy that you're supposed to drink? It reminds me like they're like don't drink water, drink milk. Milk Correct. puts out the mouth fire. Is that true? No, it is true. No doubt, one hundred percent true. Oh yeah. But, water but water the, spreads that heat. Water spreads the. Is that the science behind that? Water just like spreads the heat throughout thine body, and the milk mm-hmm. just tamps it down. Yeah, I think it's similar to also like um, if you get poison oak or poison ivy or a, a bad rash, you're not supposed to go into water immediately. Got because it. What it does is it opens up all of your pores and you feel it that much more intensely. Got it. And it that makes sense. Spread. There's a show coming out called Hot Ones. And it's, I, it's literally, I was based. literally just going to say that, Billy. Um, I just watched, I think I haven't really seen too much of it, but I just watched a couple of clips of Eric Andre on the show. It's a, it's amazing. It kind of made me want to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Shaq did it once. And Shaq, um, he didn't do Hot Ones, but he did eat that single chip that one chip that burns you alive we've talked about oh. it before they have some at headbun oh, and god. Oh, god. it broke him it oh, broke him no. it broke him in half <laughs> and oh. he he just needed milk <laughs> what is the hottest food that you've ever had in in thine life what is like so the hottest food experience? food it wasn't yes. actually food it oh was, god it, what was it? it it was a toothpick um with the sauce that they would put on the food so oh, in baltimore there was a chicken spot called cluck you and okay, good. and we went to cluck you and on the wall there was a giant thermometer and uh, yes. like the different lines on the thermometer established what the different wings were yes the thermometer exploded Naturally, <laughs> of course yes. and they had um coming out of the explosion a little line and that said they have these one type of wing and you can yeah. only order six and if you do order six you have to sign a waiver saying <laughs> you will not sue oh, cluck you for oh, um for the damage that they may do to your intestines and to your, to your body. Yeah, that's right. And they, uh, I said, I'd like to try those wings. And they said, are you sure? And I said, I am not sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so they said, what do you say? We dip a toothpick into the sauce that the wings are covered in. And if you can handle that, then, you know, maybe we can just give you six wings. And I said, sure. And I licked a toothpick oh, and I didn't order any wings. At oh, all. Bill. I, I was no longer interested in chicken. It hurt so bad just licking the tip of a toothpick. How um, how did the hotness manifest itself in your body? Was it running? Was it was it a cough situation? Was it just like were you just silent holding your breath? Did steam start pouring out of your ears? What, sinus, what that, sinuses yeah. first. Sinuses it went up into the sinuses and then to like the back of the nose and the back of the throat. And it literally felt like a small fire was burning somewhere. Like yeah. a small fire was growing. Then your eyes start watering. And then once you start sniffing, it just starts shooting all throughout your sinuses and just down your throat. And it was really a negative, a net negative. Let's net call it negative. a net negative. <laughs> and like that kind of thing can ruin a, a, like almost an entire calendar day. I mean, that oh, stays yeah. until by, until you sleep. Yeah, you do do fire. You That's do just do how it works. You, you do, do do fire. Exactly. Yeah. And you're you not do. just getting, and you're not just eliminating the fire. Like it's not like you've stored fire in your body and you have to get rid of like three fire packets. Like yeah. fire is just constantly churning throughout. So even if you do do that fire, there's more fire brewing yeah. inside. It's a nightmare. It doesn't matter. fire brewing inside you. Uh, we, we, you know, we're in the spirit of talking about what kinds of things are sort of going to last or sustain throughout this, throughout this kind of pandemic COVID time. Mm. Um, along the lines of our esteemed president suggesting that people inject bleach into their bodies to disinfect their insides, it almost seems like there w- might be a market for super hot corona killing wings. Mm. <laughs> super, super hot fire disinfectant corona killing 
hot wings. Yep, yep. Just I throw- see that coming out of his mouth. And then if he can pronounce those words, because those are tricky words, and he's struggling with the basics now. We're watching him depreciate down into a pile of dirt. It's but if he can get those words out of his mouth, he will. He will posit that a wing hot might wing. be able to kill a virus that has already killed 140,000 plus. You just go down to cluck you. You go down to cluck you. You ask for the thermometer burster, the one that broke the thermometer. (laughs) Such an asshole. Exactly. Our nation's dumbass in charge. Let's go into a second act break and not talk about him. We played slipping. We played slipping in the first act break, Adam. Do we have a hot wing song in mind? Do we have anything, uh, anything on our mind here? Well, if I'm not mistaken, and maybe I am, Wings was a mm. super group with Paul McCartney and yes. do you remember who else? Was it Linda McCartney and Wings as well? Oh, maybe so. Maybe it was. Wings. Can you hammer out a Wings song? No Damn, Google. I really wish I could. It's like I know that we know we would know it if we heard them. We're like, oh, that's Wings. But off the top of my head in this very moment, I can't specifically identify a single track. I wish I okay, could. Okay, then I, then I don't think we can really but sing about it. Wings, no. though, but wings. <laughs> wind wings. beneath my? Oh, wind beneath. <laughs> wind beneath. <laughs> yes, by Midler, I mean, comma, bet. That's right. I mean, that is a dramatic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, that's a sad, dramatic, reflecting, you know, yeah. yes. I just lost a loved one. I wish I could have told them that they were the wind beneath. The wind mm. <laughs> Beneath. Yes. Beneath. Uh, yeah. Uh, what other wind? Are there any other windy songs? Spicy, hot, spicy. thermometer. Mm, thermo. Thermo. Cluck you. Cluck you. Thermo wind. Cluck you, thermo wind. Cluck you, thermo wind. <laughs> hmm. uh, I mean, I feel like we've exhausted the entire Snakes catalog about chicken, of which we have obviously multiple songs referencing or explicitly about chicken. We've gone to that well a handful of times here on the podcast, of course. Yeah, which is a great reason that we should go right back to that well. This is Whole Bunch of Chicken, Snakes, Pearl in the Beard. We'll be right back with more No Joke. Douglas, Douglas, apple tree. Have a wife, now let her be. Give me, give me what you got. I'm gonna make you what you're not. The song makes you wanna eat a whole bunch of chicken. Pluck it out a bucket in the morning in the kitchen. Chicken when it's lunchtime, chicken when it's brunch time. Throw your hands up if you're a fan of chicken. I'm a fan of chicken, yeah, I'm a fan of chicken. This dude right here is a huge fan of chicken. I'm not being clear, it's me who wants the chicken. So if you're holding chicken, give it up, okay? Douglas, Douglas, sticky bun. I've a wife and that's just fine. Chick name Amanda, Kung Fu Panda, didn't eat chicken, I couldn't stand her, I made demands, I took a stand, cause I am a man, and I made her eat chicken. She had a poultry allergy, almost killed her, now Amanda's mad at me, her head is swollen, she looks like the letter B, so I'm a letter B, let me eat my chicken. Douglas, Douglas, sticky bun, I'm a wife and that's just fine, give me, give me what I need, you know I got the banjo seed. It's the letter that starts the whole word. H I is what you say when you see that fat bird. C K E N. That's just the main event. You're vegetarian, and I'm sorry. That's tough. Life is short. Throw a chicken in the air. It's a celebration. The chicken doesn't care. The chicken isn't scared. The chicken ain't a chicken. The chicken's looking for a flame broiled ass kicking. Douglas, Douglas, have a green. I have a wife, she's so mean. Give me, give me slotted spoon. It's a long way down. 
Welcome back to the No Joe Podcast. That was Snakes featuring Pearl and the Beard with our song Whole Bunch of Chicken, which is a scientific measurement of chicken. Whole Bunch. Yes. Real yeah. fun song. Shout out to Mike Brickillo, a.k.a. Rich Royce, who helped make all of those things happen. Just the studio fun. is looking amazing, by the way, judging by the Instagram photos. Looks sick. One thing that I've never really fully understood about you, though I do understand, is that you have been a Washington blank football team for a longtime fan. You You're rooted for that team. Yes, I have. I know that the reason why is, much like your reason uh, for the Angels in Anaheim, is yes. because you were given a young jersey. You, when you were young, you were given a jersey. Correct. You were given a helmet for Correct. the Redskins. Correct. And, and you said, okay, this is my team. Yeah, you got that's a the only team Correct. You got a jersey and a hat with an A on it for the Angels. And you said, this is my team. So today, the NFL, Washington, and Adam Schefter has announced that moving forward, Washington will be known as the Washington football team. Until they pick a new cannot, name. So anytime Sports Center, Sports Illustrated, anyone covers them, the Washington football team would like to be referred as the Washington football team. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. So I'd like to check in with your are you I know that you have mixed feelings on the NFL, a lot of people do right now, but are you still yeah. if someone to say who is your team in the NFL, would you still reflexively say the Washington football team? No, I don't think so. It's been a few years since I have like I, I felt any real allegiance. I, I I would. I mean, again, like you said, it was the the origins of my fandom was my older cousin gifting me a, a kitty jersey when I was probably like five years old. So that was the birth of that. It really culminated. I say my my Washington football team's fandom kind of peaked in the 1992 Super Bowl when we crushed the Buffalo Bills. Um, mm-hmm. That was like the, my best sort of like Washington football team memory. I can't – it never really got any better than that, frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that was, that was really kind of the apex of my Washington football team fandom mountain, and it's sort of been a little bit downhill from there. I would say that the fandom fully kind of petered out. I don't know, a handful of years ago, what like coincided with my sort of waning interest in the NFL generally, but – now that they're called the Washington no. football team, which You're not is coming back, you can't. I'm not going to come back, but like I have to say, like I'm just. Uh, I mean, my interest is is peaked. So if you're an announcer and you're announcing it, it's like. Uh, the Giants, uh, the Giants are, are have really been uh, moving the ball really well against the blanks defense. What would you say against the football team's defense? The Washington football team. <laughs> I think that's exactly like tonight. Sport this afternoon, Sports Center is going to need to report on this story. And when they say that Washington um, has a name change for now, yeah. moving forward, they will be known as the Washington football team. When the schedule comes out, week one, the New York Giants play the Washington football team. I- I cannot stand it. So, like, it's like the Packer. It's like the NBA, like the NFL on NBC super aggro intro, whatever, like Casey Musgraves or whoever just, like, sings the intro or, like, you know, Carrie Underpants or whatever. And then it comes down and says, like, it's the Packers versus the football team. Washington. It's crucial that you include Washington. That is crucial. (laughs) So it's really, like, almost like the MLS thing of, like, it's the L.A. football club. It's Mm -hmm. like the Los Angeles football club. Okay, got it. Which is cool. Which is, I think it's cool in soccer, in football, and for the reasons that the Redskins are stuck in it, it's not very cool. But like, it, to me, it almost feels like it plays into your sensibilities of like the funniest is usually the most basic version. Just say, of, say what it is. Just yeah. say what it is, and it'll <laughs> usually be funny. Like if the Gap changed its name to T-shirt store, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you, like exactly. T-shirt store. It'd be like, okay, yeah, pretty I good. Got it. No creativity there, but I get it. <laughs> exactly. It uh, it feels like it's right out of the onion or something. That is so funny. That is really, really funny. I mean, I guess framing it as like that, like you said, it's like the LA Football Club, like the sort of like Premier League thing is cool. That is like, I don't know, that's like cool now or something. That's like a cool way to name a team. But yeah. the Washington football team, formerly the Redskins, are such an – they're so bad. Like they're an embarrassing – company kind of and just like and just pick the cougars just be the cougars be the cyclones and whatever just, anything else yeah nobody, like nobody cares, cares. The most no, like just basic nobody cares yeah, just like nobody 
<laughs> but now we're gonna hold off. <laughs> we could, uh, yeah. And it's just like, what goes into that? And like, are they getting like a focus group together? Are they getting like a think tank? Are they brainstorming? It's just just gonna be like two years of names on a whiteboard until they end up with like, I don't know what. I mean, that's crazy. So I think so. I think that there has been uh, like six favorites, and let it be known that the owner of Washington is a despicable. An idiot. I mean, one of the like, top idiots. Yeah, yeah, exactly. One of the top. An idiot almost like takes him like a. Like gives it's them too like kind. a little bit of leeway. Yeah, too kind, exactly. Because yeah. yeah. idiots don't know what they're doing half the time. Yeah. This yeah. man is yeah. just a, a, a bad guy. Yeah. He is very much in line with some other NFL owners and Donald Trumps of the world. Just very, very bad white yes. man. Yes. Anyway, he um, he has about six different really strong options that he can choose from. There's the Red Tails, which I believe is part of the Tuskegee Airmen. Oh, that's Washington. cool. Like that's really cool. cool, significant um, history in America. That's there awesome. is the Washington Warriors, which is sure. fun alliteration. That's perfectly fine. That works. Yeah. There's a couple other names that have been lofted out that start with the word red, but they are not um, dismissive racist. or yeah. racist. Yes. And um, somebody... A week before um, Dan Snyder, the owner of the Washington yes. Redskins, uh, made the choice as to what he was going to do. Yes. Somebody copyrighted all six of them. Oh! <laughs> Somebody copyrighted the top six options on the board. Oh, and- my God. Oh, my <laughs> and God. they are sitting, sitting on a pile of cash. It's kind of brilliant, actually. It's sort of genius. I mean, like, that is, like, such a good troll move right there to do that. I love that kind of... Yes. And if you want to be um, a troll as well, here is one way that we can all... um, This has been proven... I remember during the dot-com boost, a burst, when everybody needed a website. Yes. um, You could go and try and... If you heard that there was an artist coming up named Britney Spears... Yes. You could try and go to GoDaddy.com or one yeah. of those websites and say, I'd like to buy BritneySpears.com <laughs> in hopes that one day Britney Spears comes to yes. try it. So that's more or less what yeah. this person did where they said, I think that one of these yeah. names is going to hit. And if they want the copyright, they're going to have to go through me. But if you <laughs> want to be a troll, you know of a local hero that doesn't have some sort of, I mean, not a hero, but a local talent that doesn't have um, an Instagram handle or a Twitter yes. handle yet, but you know their name. Get their domain right now. Get that domain. Get that that handle. We we need handles. Handles is a numbers game because one day that person in your community is going to pop and they're going to want that handle. Guess who's got it? (laughs) Adam. Nicole Byer talks about that. Nicole Byer talks about how someone bought NicoleByer.com and she tried to like politely get it from them. And they were like, no. It's like, okay, fine. I went through the same thing and I'm not nearly as famous as Nicole Byer. (laughs) Oh, someone had BillySkiferi.com? I bought, I bought Billy'sFury.com a long time ago, um, and then it expired yes. for about a week. This was when I was doing yes. a librarianist, and I guess some work yes. was being my name was just a little bit more out there. And yes. I missed it by a week, and when I came back, <laughs> um, there was a new owner, and that owner had left his personal information to get in touch with him if um, I was interested in getting it. And I asked how much, and I think it was something like $750 for BillyScafuri.com. And I went straight to BillyScafuri.biz. Dot biz. <laughs> dot biz. You didn't have a dot net for a second? It was always dot biz? I bought biz and net at the same time. I went like a week Good. into the net, and I was like, I can't. This is just like a total misrepresentation of who I am. Yeah. Dot net busy, is tough. You're, you're busy, Scafuri. And biz is like acknowledging this is silly. Silly, net, totally. Net, net lets the person who's seeing the domain feel like, do they know that net really isn't what it is? Exactly. It's calm. We live in a calm world. Exactly. Biz might as well be like www.billyscafuri.website. It's sort of a little bit of a wink towards like, this is a, this is a website. And also a comedian's website isn't selling you much. So this isn't really right. the type of biz that you might expect. It That's should be also noted that I've since lost biz. You've lost since biz? Lo- Lost biz. Oh, another another oh, week. No. Another couple of weeks passed. Another one, signed in. Another one biz bites the gone. biz. Another one bites the biz. Another one bought the biz. Somebody else bought <laughs> BillyScafuri.biz, and I was like, everyone owns me but me. So literally, my email, my website now is BillyScafuri.me. And when I lose me, I don't know what I'll have left. BillyScafuri.me. Me. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, that's really, really, really good. Well, could have you ever had a website? It was. Adam, have you ever had a website? No, Billy. The only website I've ever had is with you, billyandadam.com. 
That's RIP. That's all I've. Um, I think that might be an RIP as well. Oh shit! It's just do you tough. think somebody else owns that now? I do, one hundred percent. Oh man, there's another Billy and Adam out there who have billionadam.com. If I could possibly remember what our GoDaddy sign-in was, of all of the logins and sign-ins, GoDaddy somehow disappears the second I input it. I will never GoDaddy. remember my GoDaddy like uh, sign-ins ever. And I'll usually yes. find out I've been spending hundreds of dollars on GoDaddy years yes. later because yes. it's just like, what the hell is going on at GoDaddy? But if yes. I was able to penetrate it, Adam, I, yes. I feel very confident that someone owns BillyScafuri.com. I'd be at billionadam.com, and we're going to have to go to billionadam.us. Yeah. Not us. <laughs> um, speaking of naming things, we're talking about the Washington football team. GoDaddy.com is a deeply weird name for a website naming website. Thank you. Thank Go you. GoDaddy? What? Thank you. What? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? Like, and good it, call explaining that it is a website naming website, yeah. and their website name is the worst website oh, name daddy. of all the websites with names. Easily the worst. Yeah. Yes. You know what I think the worst storefront name is? Um, Let's hear every it. time I would go to this, uh, the mall and I saw it, I'd go, ew. What? Wet seal. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ew. know wet Do you know wet seal? It's like a Forever 21 type clothing place, right? I think they sell mostly women's clothing. I yeah. was too young to ever go in, but every time I saw it, I was like, wet seal? <laughs> Why wet? Get wet out of here. Like, First of all, wet anything. Yeah. We're going into a dry store. I do not need a wet anything. But if you're telling me that the noun associated with that adjective is seal? <laughs> like, I don't live on the coast. Like, I don't have any relationship to seals. I know that they are just bulbous, blubbery animals. But a yeah. wet seal to sell me... Again, t-shirts? T-shirts? Naming things is hard. Naming things, Naming things is hard. Enough. We've discussed this at length on the podcast in regards mm. to soft drinks, in regards to many other things. But like, yeah, coming up with an original name for a thing is hard. But the Washington football team is mm. that next level. That is like either the most uninventive solution or just simply the I, – I don't know if I love it or hate it yet. I'm not sure. I don't know where right. I stand. Yeah. Right. Well, I think it's one of the more clear examples of – Things that will change or things that won't last, much like the things we tried yeah, to talk right. about on this episode, right. especially exactly. in the first half. Exactly. Um, Adam, we are in uh, – we're heading out. We're finishing this episode right now, but I wanted to congratulate yeah. you on getting the first episode of Corporate uh, on Comedy Central out Wednesdays hey, at 10.30 p.m. 10.30 p.m. Wednesdays, yes. And congratulations to you on wrapping up the, this uh, first season of Game On, which has been a smashing success and so fun. Yes, go to CBS All Access if you want to see that. Oh, nice. Play Great. One more Sweet. time. Yes, cool. I think it's some sort of one of those apps. Um, but yeah, corporate for the next five weeks, Wednesday, yep. 1030 p.m., Comedy Central. Please uh, DVR it, check it out, and make sure to watch. Please do. Awesome. For the No Joke Podcast, I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And like always, we will talk to you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>